All right, guys, welcome back. Top Bins Podcast, Episode 7, hosted by yours truly, Eli Quivy. Again, shout out to Saturday Seltzers for their sponsorship. Check them out on Instagram. Today, we have a very special guest, Ford for Indy 11, currently playing um, in the USL Championship, Nick Moon. Nick, welcome on. How are we doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, not too bad. So, Nick, how is it here in Indy? Um, you're from Milwaukee. How is Indy treating you so far? And we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, I love being in the Midwest, especially around summertime and uh, going into the fall and stuff like that. Past few summers, I've been playing PDL, so I haven't really been in the Midwest like like I have. Um, yeah, Indy's great, man. It kind of reminds me of Milwaukee. Carmel is kind of like my hometown, Waukesha, and uh, yeah, it's great. Awesome. So a little similarities Nick and I have together. Um, I currently, or I was, an intern for Indy 11, so technically we're both working for Indy 11. Um, and then we both played in the Horizon League in college at one point or another. So um, Nick played at the University of uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee from 2014 to 2017, scored 12 goals and had 13 assists in 71 games. Um, so talk to me, how was, and also your senior year, you were the first team All-Horizon League honors. So talk to me about the Horizon a little, little bit. We'll talk about that and then how you're, how it was playing in college in your hometown? Um, yeah, so a lot of why I went to Milwaukee was um, just because it was close to, like, my hometown. So my direct family was all in Wisconsin, so they were able to see me whenever whenever we played at home. Um, and, yeah, it was uh, it was one of the top, top schools that I wanted to go to initially before really deciding on a school. Um, Horizon League, it was – it's competitive, but, I mean, it's not, like, your top tier. Yeah, so it's like a – for those of you guys that don't know college soccer, it's more of like a mid-major compared to, like, essentially – and I don't even know what it's called, but, like, Power 5 schools that have football programs, um, like the ACCs and the Big Tens and whatnot, are a bit higher competition. But, I mean, the Horizon League still is a good good competition in college if you guys don't under quite understand what we're talking about here. Yeah, so, I mean, we would play – like Marquette in the Big East, Madison in the Big Ten, and then every once in a while we'd have like uh, a few games where we'd travel and play like other big big schools or whatever. So, I mean, we were still playing at a high level, um, but you know how college soccer is. It's it's a grind, and it's it's not the best set at all times. So. Yeah, so did you play – were you playing forward at the time at – yeah. Milwaukee. Um, so I either played like a winger or a nine, and there was like a weird stretch in my sophomore year where I played right back for like four games, and it was it was okay. Yeah, that's how college is. You got to yeah. adapt to whatever situation you get thrown at you. So um, you had a good career, obviously, at Milwaukee. Um, and then talk to me about like how you kind of decided that you wanted to play um, professional and how you went about that. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't – the easiest ride and transition for me um I knew um like sophomore year or so that I was like pretty good I guess you could say or I thought I was and um that I wanted to continue playing because I didn't really know what else I was going to do after school I mean I got a degree but I was like this is kind of what I want to do for a while um so yeah after college I mean I didn't get drafted or anything like that um the summer right after so I had a spring semester after to finish up so then I did that without playing 
and then summer I went played PDL again. So I went back out to um, Portland area and played at Lane United, where I played there for two years. Um, after that, I can you, is it getting picked up? No, you're good. Um, so yeah, so after the PDL year, I was trying to do go on trials in the championship. Um, because this was before the USL one was set up. Um, so I had a few trials with teams on the West Coast. Didn't get picked up there. Then I went up to Canada. They just started that CPL league. Mm-hmm. So I went on a trial with a team that was in my division for PDL. That moved up. Um, didn't go very well there. Obviously, didn't get picked up. Um, and then I came back and just kind of was working and just kind of trying to make ends meet for a while till another opportunity came along. Do you want me to keep going into USL one now? No, we'll just keep talking. So, obviously, it wasn't easy for you, but, like, what would you say made – I mean, obviously, soccer, like, the passion for it, but, like, what kept you going until ultimately getting um, a contract with a USL one team, and then we'll go from there? Um, yeah, so, I just – I was working pretty, like, crappy jobs, like, after that, that summer – um, so that was like kind of eye opening and kind of pushed me more to like get a contract or like find another opportunity because that wasn't really cutting it for me. Were you playing at all during that time you were working? Yeah, I mean I was. So there's like the professional indoor league yeah. team in Milwaukee. I was training with them because it was winter by then. So like after the summer, um, I had my sister's wedding, so I had to stay around for that. Couldn't really do much there. Played with, like, a men's league team in Milwaukee. And then when winter came along, trained with the, the indoor team. And then just, like, any any Sunday league, any, like, practice I could find. like I was Just for going to it? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's not much, like, opportunity to play in winter in Wisconsin and, like, in the Midwest. Right. So you kind of just got to, like, do whatever you can. Um, and then, yeah, so my – my agent now is was good friends or is good friends with uh, my assistant coach at Milwaukee, and they he kind of got me in touch with him. I went down to train in Chicago at uh, can't even think of the name what it's called. Anyway, um, so yeah, I went down there, spoke with my agent now, and um, actually my USL one coach she showed up that day and saw me playing invited me to a like kind of like an open trial kind of invite trial um went there played well got a offer and then the rest is history yeah so you i mean that's like that's kind of a crazy story to even start before you got into the championship so you were at um usl league one's lansing ignite so how was it going to lansing and playing and then um, I mean, you had 12 goals and four assists and 24 appearances, so you kind of balled out. And then it says you're playing right back, so again, you got moved to right back again. Yeah, so that was kind of like the first thing that Nate said to me, the coach there, when I met with him after the trial. It was like uh, he sees me as a right back or like a wing back is what we played. Um, so I, I didn't really have much choice, kind of had no leverage to say where I wanted to play. Right, yeah. Um, so I kind of just went with it and learned. And, I mean, USL 1 was a brand-new league. Nobody really knew what we were all getting into. 
I thought we had – I mean, we did have a really good season, got second in the league, um, met a lot of cool guys, met a lot of, like, awesome players around the league and stuff like that. And then, yeah, uh, our team kind of folded just solely based off, like, money, I think, and had an open opportunity to come here after – a decent season and yeah I took it took the jump but what was the difference between college and then playing one year in U- USL one what was the difference like <clears throat> yeah so I mean in college you could always kind of pick out a player that they're kind of just filling in like a, a role or a spot on on the lineup and um yeah in USL one there weren't too many players like that I mean all of them were probably stars at wherever they came from and then, yeah, it's uh, it is definitely a jump, a lot faster, more, more um. Shoot, I can't think. Sorry. Um, like more tactical. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. So then, um, you had that season, and then you come to Indy Eleven. Talking <coughs> about like your first initial couple weeks at Indy Eleven. What was the competition like? Um, what were your feelings like when you got here? And we'll go from there. Yeah, so I actually, after my season at Lansing, I Nate and Martin, our coach here, uh, they're pretty tight. Um, he asked me if I could come out here just so they could kind of look at me and they needed players for, like, preparation for the playoffs. That's when it was. Um, so I kind of got a taste there. And, uh, yeah, so I was playing right back when I came here. So I was lining up against Io. So that was incredible. Like great because he was—he <laughs> yeah. is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's a lot faster pace. Everyone's quick, fast, strong, like amazing on the ball. It's—it's it's a jump for sure. Yeah, huge jump. I imagine. So you got—I mean, obviously, um, USL one or USL championship. You got like grown men with like families, yeah. like just absolutely That's grown men. I would say. Um, I'm sure that was a huge difference, but. So let's talk about – so you're in USL Championship now – or, yeah, in the Championship now. Um, I watch you a little bit. You're playing up top now, big, strong guy. Kind of like um, Giroud mixed with, like, Benzema. Saw you get a little header in from a big run a couple weeks ago. Talk to me about um, how the play is. Are you enjoying playing up top? And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing. Martin saw me up top, um, thought I could – like do well up there instead of playing right back and I mean I obviously like playing up top more than defending but yeah I'm just trying to do as much as I can for the team create opportunities get assists score when I can just anything honestly yeah so how does it feel um how does it feel playing at Luke Soul Stadium I mean it's designed for the Colts in an NFL stadium um I know the turf is a lot shorter than like uh, usual soccer turf field so like how is it playing in there yeah so like the first time when we arrived at the stadium like you walk like through the field yeah and yeah that's you don't really get used to that I feel like bro the lighting the lights, is insane yeah. it honestly took me a second to get used to the lights because I was like wow that's really bright but yeah it's a little bouncy on the turf but I mean, everyone's playing on it, so yeah, you, you got to adapt gotta quick. To it, yeah, and but then you guys are training at. Uh, I had a former Indy Eleven player on here before, 
Um, we talked about training at Grand Park. How is Grand Park for you guys? Um, I know the facilities are like second to none across yeah. the country. Yeah, it's like the probably the best fields I've played on ever. Like they're all just carpet. It's yeah. like playing on a putting green almost. Yeah, it's insane. You get that? You guys train inside at all? Uh, yeah, the inside facility at Grand Park. Yeah, with the uh, three full fields, we we train there. Full fields is in maxed out. Yeah, like length huge. width. Yeah. Like bigger than normal fields outdoors. <laughs> yeah, it's so. crazy. But no, so um, talk to me about um, what happened for COVID when it hit. Where were you? And then let's talk about a little bit how you transitioned from like training full time, maybe not even being able to train at all, and then finally getting back into it. And what's going on with the schedule for Indy 11 right now? Yeah, so we had our full preseason throughout like the winter months into, into spring, had our first game away at Memphis won that came out like buzzing and then (laughs) like the we were still training indoor at this point actually like we started hearing rumors about this like COVID like pandemic kind of happening and stuff like that around the country um didn't think too much of it like most people I think we were kind of just like in midweek training so just kind of focusing on our next game um and yeah, like Wednesday morning before we we started training, like Martin just came and told us we had to go home and kind of wait and see what what everyone was gonna say about it. And home is in like Milwaukee, no, like just back to our apartments, yeah. like here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just because he didn't he didn't entirely know either, like all of us. So we were thinking like, I think yeah, it was Wednesday or Thursday, and then. <clears throat> we had the weekend off just because of that and then yeah just didn't get back to training for whatever however long it was yeah so were you i mean were you able to like you guys weren't able to like go do anything with the team necessarily were you yeah so we were kind of just like in lockdown with like how everyone else is i mean a lot of us live here so we were still like we'd been training together so this was kind of like our lockdown group whoever lived at the Livia where we are right now. Um, so, I mean, we went out to some of the local fields and would train like three times a week or so, but nothing really official came out till like the, our union and the USL like made an agreement on where and when we can train. So then we were training groups of four. So it was, it was me and Cam and then another two that lived together. So it was Drew and Gibbo. So we would train in groups of four. That like, had to have been weird. I mean, yeah, it was weird for the first, like, week or so where we trained, like, twice, I think. But then after that, it was kind of, like, normal. And then we moved to a group of eight or ten, I think. And then, like, would have, like, two or three weeks of that. And then – Started getting full team. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, <laughs> as I was, like, beginning my internship at the Indy 11, I was kind of shocked that, like – the USL championship was, like, the first in the whole country to start games again. Yeah. I mean, MLS is in the bubble, and USL 1 didn't even have a game. That was kind of the weird thing. We were, like, one game in, yeah. so, and then it all hit. So it was like, what 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 do we do now? Yeah, and then now you guys <laughs> are playing teams twice. Yeah, so it's like each conference has a few divisions. And each division has, like, four or five teams, and you just play them for, like, 12 or 16. games. Yeah. I mean, playing, like, three or four times. 
That's crazy. What was the, did you guys have to do testing for a little bit or what was that? Um, yeah. I mean, so we still get tested every Monday and then get the result by like what, Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon or something like that. I mean, it's not like a perfect system because I mean, still some teams like around the country are having tests come out and then they travel and then the results they don't get back in time. It's, it's like a weird situation for everyone. Yeah, I'm just glad. I mean, you guys are up and playing. It's, I'm sure it feels really good yeah. to play again. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, how it is. Like, have you played a game with all the fans in at Lucas Oil yet? No, it's like the. I don't even know how many thousand we had. Like two or three thousand, maybe four thousand at one point. Yeah. But I don't. What is twenty? Is it's like normal or a little e- under that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen pictures of like the, the fi- like the, brickyard battalion group, yeah. like behind the goal, and it's like all the way back, and I mean, there's a few, probably like a hundred, two hundred of them that come out to the games. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it isn't like how it was. I it's imagine. a little weird. I mean, literally, I'm <laughs> up like when I was working games. I could like, if I were to scream the whole entire yeah, re- yeah. like Luke Slow would have heard it, but yeah. I mean. I'm sure everyone's playing and like we're, yeah. we're all getting used to it's like, like all college this again. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. In a we way. get fans in Milwaukee, so it's it's kind of <laughs> similar there. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's get into talking about um, who do you follow in the prem and yeah, let's see who you follow in the prem. Champions of England, Arsenal. <laughs> Hold on, what did you say? <laughs> FA Cup winners, baby. Oh my god! So you're an Arsenal fan, so that, too. That's a bit Our shocking. Finals. Buzzing the other day. Oh my god! Well, I'm a United fan. Um, always have been a United fan. Yeah, I got blessed with that. My dad got me into it at a young age. But uh, let me hear your prediction for top four next year in the Prem. Top four. Uh, Don't you can't even put Arsenal in it. Let me think. It's probably going to be Liverpool, City. Depending on how much United spends. No, we're getting <coughs> we're getting Sancho. Yeah, I know. Um, I can't put United above Arsenal. It's like the toughest part. Yes, you can, though. <coughs> Realistically, you're going to have to. United, Arsenal, at four, if Obama Yank stays. That's a big if. Who is you, who, let's, let's go over this. Who would you say was your player of the year for Arsenal? Obama Yank. Had to be. Yeah, it had to have been. <laughs> he, like, won us everything we have. That's true. He almost won Golden Boot. Yeah, almost, but Vardy took it. For United, I got uh, Player of the Year. Man, I got to go Bruno Fernandez. Like, even though he came in halfway through, dude's just insane. Or Greenwood. I mean, he had a good stretch for a bit. But, no, Champions League's coming up this weekend. Um, Prediction on who's going to win the Champions League. Um, I can't. It can't be. Barca. No, too old now. But you'd love to see Messi win another one. And I'm a Ronaldo fan, so I would not love to see that. Uh, I'd like to see PSG. No Mbappe, it. though. Neymar can carry that team. No, he cannot. Uh, If not PSG, I'd maybe let City win it, just so one of my friends could be happy. City. Real is a big sleeper still. I couldn't see Juve winning. It's tough. Juve's tough. I don't know. 
it's uh, I'm just happy it's back. I know. It'll be fun to watch Friday and Saturday. I'm moving back to school on Friday, so I will not be able to watch the games on Friday, but Saturday I'll be tuned in. Um all right, so I haven't asked this question to anyone else on the podcast this far, but what do you do what do you like to do outside of soccer? Um I mean, during quarantine or like outs out of quarantine. Out of quarantine. When when the world is normal. Um I mean, hang out outside, grab a nice beer, local beer, wherever. Um I like to game, hang out with my roommate or friends back in Milwaukee. Um, I read a lot. Oh, a reader, huh? Yeah. <coughs> like books? Just finished the Harry Potter series. There you go. The goat. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty simple. Just chill, dude. Standard stuff. Listen to music. Yeah, what kind of music do you like? Uh, I like like anything, like country in the summer. Since I've been following you on social media, are you a big Machine Gun Kelly fan? Yeah, huge Machine Gun Kelly fan. New song came out last night. Sick. He's slammed a lot of a lot of baddies this year. Yeah, he's uh he's on a hot streak for like a lot of things. Yeah, um, what's go- what is going on with that? He's like he's turning alternative, so I like like alternative mu- music and like bands and like Blink and stuff like that. So. Wait, so he went from like rock? Nah, he's or no, like, he went from rap to rock. Yeah. Now alternative. Yeah, so he's like working with uh the Blink drummer. Oh really? Yeah, that's pretty they're, like sick. making an album together, and it's gonna come out soon. He did that movie. I'm sure it probably persuaded him to. Yeah, he's done a few. Like I like Pete Davidson a lot. Yeah, and they're like homies doing movies and random shit together. It's that's cool. sick. Um, yeah. So let's talk about uh, you got an upcoming game this week against a new team. You got I don't think you guys have played them this far. Yeah, we haven't played Louisville yet. So they're going into the MLS next year, right? Uh, either next year or the year after that. They just got a new, brand new stadium. So yeah, the stadium's like sick. Ridiculous. Have you seen it? But, yeah, excited to play on grass. Have you seen that stadium? Yeah. Mm. It looks awesome. Crazy. <clears throat> I don't know what their fan situation is. I think everyone in the USL is 25%. Okay. I think so. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. So, probably feel like Lucas Oil, but yeah. it's an outside it's stadium. A, it's a little more, like, compact. Yeah. Like, soccer stadium. It's a cool cool stadium. Um, Yeah, one of my good friends is on the team at Louisville, Napo Montsoso. Napo, shout out to you. Um, trying to get a Zoom podcast with you here shortly. But they're a decent side. What are you guys um, looking to do? You guys dropped points last weekend, unfortunately. So how is the mentality for everyone going into the, this upcoming weekend? Yeah, I mean, we had a tough stretch. Obviously, five games in 14 days isn't great for anyone. Um, but That's crazy, first yeah, of all. That's insane. That's like throwback to college days. Even before that, it's like yeah, that's like playing two games a day when you're like twelve. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was a tough game. I mean, they'd played a lot of games as well. Um, just didn't finish any opportunities. But enough of that. Um. Yeah. I mean, they're a good side. They've been struggling a little bit, but I mean, who hasn't been in a weird time like this? You yeah. don't know what you're gonna get on any given day. Um. But yeah. Hopefully we can – I'm sure we will get a good result and get back playing home. Yeah, so you uh, – give me a little – are you a food guy, big food guy? Yeah, I mean – What food do you enjoy in here in Indy? I mean, uh, you guys live right underneath the Verde. Verde is yeah, good Mexican. Good. Every once in a while, I go down there and get a Marg. That's kind of new to me. I haven't been a Marg guy, but they're pretty good over there. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah, I mean, I like – like just anything burgers i'm not picky at all so i'll eat just about anything but 
You've been downtown to eat? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, hell, everything's been shut down. It's weird. Like, we haven't been able to really go anywhere. And, like, yeah, a lot of stuff is just reopening now. So, I mean, I've tried, what's that pizza place down there? Greeks? Yeah, Greeks That's is pretty decent. Good. Yeah. Um, where else? Uh, there's, like, this Naf-Naf place. It's, like, Mediterranean or, like, Greek or something. That's pretty good. It's, like, a little more fast food, like, something like that, but it's good. Yeah, I'm just interested because you're the first guest that's not from Indy so far on here. So I'm just kind of. Yeah, I mean, Cam is telling me like all these places like as we drive by and I'm like, all right, I'll add it to my notes. Or yeah, something. Like, you, there's so many options yeah, you can pick I from. I mean, like he names like four every time we go out. So it's like he says everywhere's good. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's fair. It could be. It could be. Yeah, we're a little bit biased here. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if we went to Milwaukee, I'd be saying the same shit. Yeah, exactly. The cheese curds. Oh, yeah. But we have Culver's here. I know that's. I usually don't have that. Like Lansing, we had that, but like Portland area doesn't have that. Like Fresno, when I was out there, they don't have it. But I mean, yeah, you can't beat the Midwest. Like food, drink. Yeah, I agree. <coughs> yeah, so his roommate is Cam Lindley. I mean, every single podcast we've talked about Cam, yet he's not on here yet. So he's the king of Carmel. I've heard he's the king of Indianapolis. Nah, don't give him that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take it back. He's not the king of Indianapolis. That's Victor Oladipo. Um, oh, all right. We'll get into that, too. I mean, Nick's from Milwaukee. I walked in. He's wearing a Bucks hat. Um, most of you that know me personally, I'm one of the biggest Pacer fans there is. So let's talk about the NBA right now, the bubble. Milwaukee just lost probably one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Don't tell me that Giannis only played 10 points. It's still shocking. Yeah, I mean, our bench is kind of trash, and – are you scared about not making it to the NBA Finals this year? No, nah, we'll, we will. And we're going to meet the Clippers in the Finals and be quiet. The Clippers? That's, your s- yeah. that's who's coming out of the West? Lakers are overrated. Who's your MVP? Let me hear that. LeBron. No. Who? Giannis? Giannis. Oh, my gosh, bro. bro. This dude is not even making 20 points a game. And Giannis is putting up damn near 40. Do you know how old LeBron is? I don't care. It's the most valuable player. It's LeBron. They're number best one record. Number one in the best conference in the NBA, though. Nah. I would put money, but I can't because NCAA. But, <laughs> bro, LeBron nah. is the MVP. You can't tell me that. You're just biased. Because you don't want an Eastern no. player. No, 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 no. He, he won it last year. Like, He's got better numbers cool. this year than last year, and he won it last year. I mean, I can't argue that, but... So tough, bro. Are you a Colts fan too? Uh, I'm not like that big in the NFL. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. I just like doing fantasy. I mean, I like the Packers. Obviously, I'm the same way. But like, at IUPUI, I visited Lambeau Field. It was pretty cool. I can't say I've ever been to Lambeau. Or that was at, that was at USI. We visited this past year. We went up to Northern Michigan and stopped in Green Bay for a night, and then went and visited Lambeau. It was really cool. Lambeau yeah. was awesome. Wisconsin, three MVPs. Who? Giannis, Yelich, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Not all in the same year, though. They're all still playing. Yeah, that's factual. And on the same team. That's that's impressive. That they want it. That's impressive. They say we're the powerhouse of teams. Wisconsin. <sighs> Indianapolis is very slept on. Yeah, I know. They're up and coming. We're just very slept on. Milwaukee and India are, like, pretty close. Like They are similar. Up and coming cities, like... Good sports teams, good food, good drink, like cool people, awesome people. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It is similar. I just think I don't see Milwaukee making it out. I don't know, dude. Celtics just lost to the Heat last night. Celtics didn't look great. The Heat are very slept on, I would say. Um, Pacers are extremely slept on. We're with, think about this. We're without our best player right now in Domas Sabonis, which if we had him, we'd match well up against you guys because we can just put him and Miles Turner down in the paint and just make Giannis make try and make jump shots. But we don't have him. I got the Pacers. Is he, when did he come back? He's, he's out in He's out of the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know. Who's that guy that's going off? TJ Warren. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, and the Pacers bought him for cash consideration. So, I mean, he's out. He's like proving everyone wrong right now, as cliche as that is. I mean, it's a good platform for it. Yeah. Like, everyone's watching each game. Absolutely. But, no, it's it's cool right now. The sports are back. Um, I don't watch the MLB, but they're back. Pa- or <laughs> NBA is back. Um, interesting to see what the NFL is going to do. I don't, I don't really have a say or what I think is going to happen with that. I mean, I hope it happens. Like, I, you don't really want any league to kind of shut down for a year. I'd be so disappointing if the like, NFL is. You never know what's going to happen after that. But, I mean, I don't really see them doing, like, the 25% capacity. It's not feasible. And that really working. It's not feasible. I, think, I mean, the that NFL has all those strange. Uh, season ticket holders. Yeah. They're not wanna, like going to have to, like, give up their place or whatever. And, like, just because, I mean, the Packers, like, they're all season ticket holders, basically. They and they have s- tickets. Th- yeah. So, th- like, who are you going to pick? Right. Like, what is, what, how does that go? Like, a vote for – or you get, like, one game, you have to skip two or three, and then you go again? Or, like, what? I don't get it. I went, I went golfing with some guys last week, and they're season ticket holders for the Colts, and they said that they can either opt out and get all of next year again, <coughs> or they do it and see what happens. But, I don't know. It's just kind of a risk. For sure. And, I mean, like, college football – College basketball kind of got sh- like shafted with March Madness getting shut down. Yeah, that was big time. Big time. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy some sorts are back. Like, <laughs> I'll take whatever I can get. And you're playing right now, which yeah, is exactly. that's huge. We weren't not sure what was gonna happen for a while there. Yeah, we honestly, talk- I thought we were done. Like, just because nothing was coming out. Like, our league and the union were in negotiations over stuff. Um, yeah, it just wasn't looking great for a while. Like, and, yeah, we were practicing in groups of four for, like, a month and a half, it seemed like, and <laughs> nothing was coming out. That's wild. But now you guys are back, and I think you guys are number one in USL right now. Yeah, like, record-wise, I think. Yeah. That's nice. Which is, yeah. You guys got a good team. If you guys haven't watched Indy 11, I'd say they play a better soccer style than some MLS teams. Yeah, I'm kind of upset with the what's the tournament with all the leagues in the U.S., what is that? Um, Open Cup. Yeah. Yeah, man. We played – so in Lansing last year, we played Indy. Really? In one of, the, like, the rounds, earlier rounds. I didn't even play the game, which is upsetting. I don't know why. But, um, yeah, man, that is, like, the coolest tournament that we have. It's like the FA Cup for America. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if we you do well, you get play, like, top MLS teams. And, like, yeah. it's just, like, another platform. To play on, yeah. yeah. But – yeah, I mean, this is such a strange year for, like, everything. I know. We talked off air. My season got canceled for Division Two and the GLVC, and then I don't even know what is going to go forward. Um, they're reevaluating in January, so the first of the year. 
Um, we could play in the spring. The NCAA just came out with um, saying that they're not moving any fall championships to the spring. So I will not be competing for the NCAA tournament, which is upsetting. Yeah, and I mean, like, the Horizon League is getting backed up, so or, like, pushed back, so October soccer in Wisconsin is, like... It's not fun. <laughs> ...training in dead of winter, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm... It's interesting to see. It's, like, sad for anyone involved in anything like that. But yeah, it's, it's sad for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's happening. It's weird. Yeah. I go back to school um, this Friday, and then August 24th, we start strength and conditioning with our strength coach. Kenzie, if you're listening, shout out to you. I'm excited to get back and working out with you and the rest of the guys. Um, but, no, Nick, I appreciate you getting on here. Um once I come back, we need to kick it off air. And um, if you guys are available to watch Indy Levin this weekend, watch him. He's number 17. He's got some frosted tips going right now. Yeah, that was a product of the quarantine. <laughs> it's just a weird time, man. <laughs> I don't blame you. I do not blame you. But, no, Nick, shout out to you um, for coming on. Appreciate you giving me the chance to interview you, sit down and talk a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so his predictions are – Milwaukee winning the NBA. Of course. Guys, I mean, do it. I'm a little shell shock of what's going on. Best team in the NBA. Best, Best player team in the NBA? NBA? Best player. The record, man. What can I say? Oh, my gosh. The GOAT. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It is impressive that his two other brothers in the NBA, though. Giannis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a younger brother, too. That yeah, in high school? In Milwaukee, yeah. Yeah, he looks pretty. He looks He's nasty. Yeah, he's going to be good, too. Also, coming out of Milwaukee, Tyler Hero. Yeah. How do you he feel about him? So, I'm like a Badger fan for, like, basketball and football. Uh, yeah, he stuff. decommitted, didn't he? Yeah. And then went to UK? Yeah. That's but, I mean, we beat him in the tournament that, like, year he committed, I'm pretty sure. That's funny. But yeah, he's he's pretty cold. Yeah, he's living life right now. Yeah, in Miami. But it's sick. good for him. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Um, so this will be posted next Monday on all platforms. And then the following Monday, we have a Zoom podcast with Jeremiah Gutyar, who um, played at IU and has been at Chicago Fire for, I want to say, three to four years now. Um, I'll have Jerry on. We'll have a good talk about college soccer and then transition to the MLS. Um, he played for the U, I want to say, under 23s in the World Cup. Um for USA, so he's had a good career so far. Nick, keep working hard, um, hard worker. Your story is pretty cool to hear about, so shout out to you. And again, thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.